Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Amy Twiggs. So glad you guys are here. Thanks for listening in. We have a great uh, guest today, Thrishik. She is the owner of the Pain Injury and Brain Centers of America. She's the owner of the one in St. George. They call it PIPCOA is the acronym that they that she was just telling me they, they call it. And let me just tell you a couple of things about Therese. And then we are going to dive right in. This lady's amazing. She, um, she loves to have fun, essentially, because I was just talking to her about all the fun she had last weekend. She grew up as a fourth generation. Let me make sure I say this right. Rest, restaurateur. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. So she owned six Costa Vidas with her husband and parents and in uh, Boise. And she lives in St. George now. And like I said, she owns the Pain and Injury and Brain Centers of America. Here's the cool thing. That's what we are going to focus on today is what that means, what that does. I went over and took a tour. It was amazing. It makes a lot of sense to my brain. And it's all about body energy and healing. So I'm excited for you to hear what she has to tell us and teach us about um, what she's doing at her clinic. She has five teenagers. I, I had four. Now one's 21, so I can't really call her a teenager. I still say I have four teenagers. But this, this woman, you guys, loves to do everything, to water ski, to snow ski, to have fun, to have dance parties, hike, bike, um, and travel with her family. She's lived in Italy for 18 months, so it's going to be fun to hear if there's anything that just comes up from that. And at this point, Therese, I want you to explain what you explained to me when I was at your office what the machine is, what it is that you guys do, what, how it's helping people, how it's helping athletes, um, and what we can learn from our own bodies about the ability of our bodies to heal. So take it away, Therese. Let's hear what you have to say. Thanks, Amy. Um, so what I do is called artificial intelligence, myonervascular therapy. It's a really long name to say we give your body the energy to heal, essentially, right? So our bodies are electrical. We know they're chemical because uh, we take medication and it's easy for us to think through that. Uh, but we are electrical and we know that because when we jump on the trampoline, uh, our, you know, our hair stands up or we touch the light and it sparks, right? Um, we also know that we're electrical because if we waited for a chemical reaction to happen and if we had our hand over a flame, it would take 30 minutes for us to realize that our hand was burning, right? And so... Really, because I got this when you were telling me last time. So if we had our hand over a flame and we didn't realize that we were, we know it's electrical because if we didn't feel it, is this what you're saying? Yeah. So like our body communicates electrically, right? So our brain, it's like lightning. It just sh sends a message. You know, the hand sends a message to the brain, hot. Then the brain says, hey, take your hand away. If you waited for a chemical reaction for that to happen, your hand would be charred, right? You'd have to have the chemical reaction. Because you wouldn't have the messaging, the electrical signal. Exactly. So the chemical, it takes a while for the chemical to, to process for your body to feel it chemically. I mean, I understand electrically what you're saying. I'm just trying to make sure I understand that example. Well, a chemical reaction would be from your hand to go from a, a mask to like ash, right? Or to, <laughs> we don't want to wait that long. <laughs> right. We can't wait for the chemical reaction. Our hand would be totally charred. So we, so want to have the, we want to understand that we are actually constantly having the electrical currents going through our body immediately. Otherwise, exactly. otherwise we would be burning our hand without knowing that we're burning our hand. 
Exactly. Exactly. So that's how your cells communicate is through the synapses and the electrical current going between those. We learned that when we were in science class in you know high school or college, like the negative positive ions between the cells, blah, blah, blah. But that's electricity. Yes. yes. Right? That's electricity. And so if someone is susceptible to injury or disease, it's because the electrical current is not flowing correctly in the body. And so what we can do is we can take the electricity that we have with our equipment. We can actually read your cell. We can find out exactly what its frequency is, what electrical current is flowing in that area. And if there's something wrong in that space, then we can correct it. Okay. So, so because yeah. it's a lot of information and I want to make sure it's like, on a, <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> and you explained it to me once already, but just based on if it was my very first time hearing this, which it still kind of is because we, you and I just kind of, started firing off different things. If you have some injury or something that's not functioning in your body, what you just said was it's because of the electrical signaling that's not, it's not working correctly, meaning that your body isn't getting the, because I like the idea of the electrical currents being the messengers, like they're, right. they're messaging to your body, hey, this isn't working properly. And what happens normally from what you were telling me is the messages will just go around and, and find another way, right? Exactly. So if we pretend that our brain, well, 80% of our electrical current of our body that's produced is produced in our brain. Mm. And then 20% in our heart. And so if it's in your brain, right? And say it's the, the electrical current is like water flowing, right? Down your body. Remember when you were a little kid and then you're playing in a stream and you would put some rocks to like stop the water and then the water would go around it mm. and, and you would kind of make your own little dam, right? Well, that's what happens in our body when we, you know, get hurt or if things like overuse, right? There might be a dam that gets created. So then the water or the electrical current goes around that space. Mm -hmm. And then it leaves kind of a, a place where the water's not flowing or the electricity is not flowing. You're going to have a space where you're going to be susceptible to injury. Mm. You're going to have a space that may not heal as fast as it should, or you may have a space that starts a disease process, right? So that's something we want to make sure um, we can clear up, but we also want to make sure it doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So, And how do you read the cells to know if they're getting the signaling, the messaging that they need, the, the synaptic connections? And in my head, it's just like, it's like the telephone game where one person talks to the other person and they're like, did you get that right? <laughs> but in our body, it works yeah. immediately, right? How do you know that if the cells are receiving the messaging, messaging, how you say it, correctly? How does it read the cells? So yeah, so we have a piece of equipment has two boxes and one of the boxes shows numbers and the numbers, when we put the notes from the equipment onto your body, so say you have a shoulder pain, right? We put a positive and an indifferent um, node on your body because the equipment is the negative. We put that right on your body and it reads and it tells me through a little box it says um, if it's anything under 30 then we have a disruption of electrical current to that space. Mm -hmm. Anything over 60 means that we have inflammation or too much activity going there and so then once we know what that is then we can set the protocol on the equipment and we send it through the frequencies in order to correct that and so a hundred times a second it's reading your cell correcting reading correcting reading correcting for an entire hour so your body is perfectly for that entire time exactly where it needs to be in order to heal mm. what i like when you said a hundred times per second i always talk about breaking bad habits and one of the ways you break bad habits is learning how to process emotions a hundred times and essentially you're doing something that you don't like. Well, if you're gonna break a habit you don't like, it takes 
at least 100 opportunities to really let you let yourself just feel that negative emotion in order to be like, you know what, I'm okay doing something different, like creating a new neural path, a neurological neural pathway. pathway. Yeah. Right? So when you said 100 times per second, you're getting these new rewirings, these new messaging, 100 times per second. That's crazy. And I love the idea of 100 to just kind of recreate your body to go, oh, wait, no, we really want it to go this way now instead here, of it was. Here, here, yeah. tune, tune. Redirect, redirect, redirect. Yeah, yeah, yeah I <laughs> and, love that. And what I love is that this is in, in insurance codes, it's actually called cellular re-education. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So that is what we're doing is we take the cell and it's gotten into a bad habit of flowing at this rate or whatever we say no that's not where you need to be and then we correct it correct correct right and it's just like they have to, it's just like athletes i'm just i'm relating this so everybody can for me i have to relate it to something visual from my mind. yeah right, right so if you're talking about athletes and i go i've been with one coach forever and then i go to another coach and they say oh wait you know i need you just to tweak this and your body wants to go back to where it was naturally because you've you spent right. years doing it that way and your body's recorrected that way in, in a way that just feels like it can function and it's it's okay you're alive you're breathing so your lower brain's like we're good let's just keep it the way it is and what you're saying is just like a coach saying hey you know what you're doing great but we just need to tweak a little bit here and your body wants to go nope we're fine and he's like yeah. oh, you're gonna have a better swing on this here. right <laughs> so that's well, it's interesting because i have that happen actually this last trip i just took was slalom skiing uh -huh. i've slalom skied since i was nine years old and and um it's very intense it's in a very intense sport and so this last year i've been disappointed because i haven't been able to go as long as i want to right so i've been lifting i've been doing really hard cardio like high intensity and make sure that i can and i've been doing grip strength because that kept like my hand, like the rope just kept coming out of my hands and I was getting so frustrated. So I would, I like put myself on this plan so I could be a better slalom skier. Right. So I came this trip and I was ready to go. And so I slalom skied my first and I still was only able to go the same amount as I always do. And I was so frustrated. My dad was in the boat, who's an exceptional, exceptional skier. And he says, you know, Therese, I think you're not breathing. Interesting. And I was like, what? Of course I'm breathing. Like slalom skiing is like doing a hundred yard dash. Like you can't not breathe. And he's <laughs> like, I know, but I'm thinking you're not breathing. So the next run I took the next day, I realized I truly was not breathing. I was holding my breath and I've been holding my breath for, I don't know how many years of slalom skiing. And so I can only slalom ski as long as I can hold my breath. <laughs> so I had to relearn how to slalom ski like I didn't know how to breathe and slalom ski at the same time right and so we were talking about it like okay where do you take do you take it when you when you you know like at what point are you are you grabbing and do you breathe in at this point or do you breathe out at that point and I had to do this whole re-education on how to slalom ski over the trip right and um and so it was like really off and I kept kind of falling and and not I was not skiing well but the last day I finally got into a rhythm and I slalom ski double the time that I did on my first day, um, all because I was able to breathe, right? And so someone just being able to see and recorrect, like, hey, mm -hmm. if you just did it like this, it would be better. You'd have greater, you know, effect. So, well, anyhow. so with that, I just want to add to that. I think it's super fascinating. We're, we're taking a tangent, but that's what we do. So. I love the idea that it revolved around breathing, but also the idea that you were willing to try it, right? Number one, 
Like you knew what you could handle. You knew that you've done this for years, but the idea that, wait, I've not been breathing. Oh my gosh, he's right. I hadn't even noticed. And then willing to try breathing. And guess what you said? It, it didn't work at first. Like it was, no, I was horrible. <laughs> I was way worse. And my family's like laughing, like going over the lake. I'm like almost falling, you know, anyways, I was just like, just by breathing, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it throws off your rhythm. It throws off what you're used to doing. So your brain's like, this isn't working. This isn't going to work. I was coaching somebody. I just have to throw in for the athletes. Yeah. I was coaching somebody last night. And I said, I was a gymnast and she was doing a dismount on beam. I said, Hey, I need you to lift your arms a little bit harder, a little bit higher. You figure out how you're going to do that. And so she lifted her arms and then everything was super wonky and weird. And she goes, Oh no, no, I'm not doing that. I said, but what if it's going to work? You just haven't given it a chance. She goes, no, it feels really weird. I said, okay. So she went back to the way she was doing it before, which only gives her a certain amount of lift, which for you would have only given you a certain amount of time on the ski. Right. Um, I can only ski as long as I can hold my breath. Right. Right. Yeah. And so you were willing to have a lot of failures in order to figure out what, what is the rhythm of this breathing thing that my dad's talking about. So I think that's a really important thing, even about the uh, neuro, the cellular re-education. Your body's going to resist it naturally because it doesn't like to do something new. It like just isn't. So, yeah. So the hundred times a second gives it a lot of opportunity to be like, no, no, this is going to be okay. Look, we're still breathing for right? an entire hour. For an entire hour. So a hundred times a second for an entire hour. I love it. Your, <laughs> your body is exactly where it needs to be in order to heal. And it's based on the cellular level saying, wait, this messaging, there's something not connecting here. Let's make sure we're connecting properly so you can heal properly so you can get where you want to go and your body's able to function at a higher level, essentially. Exactly. So we'll treat someone. So say someone has an injury, we'll just use a shoulder. We'll treat them three times that week on the shoulder. The fourth time that week, we treat the entire body from the head all the way down the tailbone. We can make sure that the flow is right, right? So the electrical current is getting from the brain to the whole body. So if there is a disruption somewhere between the brain and that shoulder that made them susceptible to that injury, then, then we can clear that up. So that way the entire body gets what it needs. And so sometimes when we do that, so say we're treating the shoulder, some old injury like someone's knee will be like, wait, what? You know? <laughs> Can they feel pain in their knee when you're treating the shoulder? Can they feel something? They may. Pain? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it will be like, what's going on? You know, but what we're doing is telling the whole body where it needs to be in order to heal. And so the whole body, you cannot heal one part of the body. Just like I cannot become a better slalom skier without being super well-rounded in my slalom skiing, right? Mm -hmm. And, and um, being aware of every component, you know? So the body's the same way. So just because your, your shoulder's injured, but there, that means the entire body's injured, right? Mm -hmm. um, that one piece makes it so your whole body cannot function at optimum level, you know? So like, if, cause, so for me, I have something funky in my foot, right? And okay. in order for me to not have that pain in my foot, my whole gait changes. Like the way I walk now, I'm always avoiding a certain roll on my foot. So the rest of my body doesn't feel that pain. And so for me, it's changed how I walk and it's changed everything about my body. Like you're saying, one little piece, your body compensates and it changes your whole body rhythm, essentially. Because you're a whole being, you mm -hmm. know, and a lot of times we disconnect ourselves from our limb, right? We're like, oh, that's just my shoulder. And then you just keep going in other parts of your life, you know? And it's like, no, we really have to recognize if you're going to heal one part, you have to heal the overall body, right? And lift the entire body to healing. So you focus, okay, this is, my brain's going in all these different tangents, not really tangents, they come together. But whenever we have a big goal, 
we always break it down to small little pieces. That is the way we get big goals is you, you master one little piece at a time. So you were saying that if your shoulder's injured, you're going to focus on the shoulder and then the big goal is for your whole body to function well. So we're going to focus on the small piece, master that piece, master that communication between cells. And then we're going to make sure the whole body is, is also including that now with the whole body system, because the body's used to not having that piece of your body function normally. It's like, well, exactly. I guess we didn't need that to work that way. We'll just do other things. But so you're, you're essentially your brain has to connect that piece back into the whole body. Exactly. Yeah. The communication has to be reestablished, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell me exactly how does it, how does it look? So if somebody comes in, you said they're going to be there for an hour and, and essentially it's what I like also about your system is it's very non-threatening. Our brain doesn't like change. Our lower brain's always going to resist a little bit. Hey, there's change. What's going on? If we're open to the idea that there might be other ways to heal the body, tell me, there's, there's other thoughts I have going on, but tell me what it looks like. So if an athlete were to come to you and say, Hey, I have this knee injury. What can you do to help me? And tell, tell us what happens. So we would, we would set up time to meet. We would meet four times in the week. Mm-hmm. And we would do that um, four times each week until until they were at optimum uh, level. However, we can also set up where they can meet three times in a day, yeah. right? So we just need two hours in between each treatment. So I had an athlete come from up north, uh, Utah. She had soccer tryouts coming up. She had compartment um, an issue with her lower legs where it was just compartmentalizing pain in those legs, mm-hmm. inflammation and that. And so anyhow, she ended up getting three treatments a day for I think five days, was able to go back, try out for her team and was able to play her season, right? So we, we didn't have to wait six, seven weeks, you know, and I've had a marathon runner do the same thing where she's like, I can't take six weeks off running, you know? And so she came in, she got two treatments a day for a week and then was back to running again. So we can really, um, you know, be creative about what's going to be best for each person. But on average person comes in, they get four treatments a week and we do that until they're at optimum level. So we would take them over to the equipment. If we're treating the knee, Um, I would have two nodes that I would put one on one part of the knee, one on the other. If the person says the pain is right here, then we know exactly what protocol to do, right? Yes. If the pain is along here, along a region, you know, I have pain from my shoulder all the way into my elbow, then we have different protocols that we work with, right? So depending on what their pain looks like, or if they have range of motion issues or strength issues, like... I don't necessarily have any pain, but I can't lift as much as I used to. I can't get my shoulder to, you know, to have full range of motion. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we take it through about 35, 40 minutes of um, putting it through the protocol of either we're getting rid of waste, bringing in nutrients, producing ATP, um, REM cycle, getting rid of inflammation, um, cutting scar tissue. So we take it through all the different um, frequencies of healing, right? Okay, so freeze, the- freeze, freeze. Hold on, hold on. So you just went through ATP, REM cycle. Like these are all very different, um, <laughs> different frequencies, different things that you're bringing together in one machine. You're not asleep going through this process. You're just saying you're going through all the different frequencies of delta and theta and Exactly. Yes. So we tell your cells what they exactly where they need to be Mm. for each of those different functions, right? Mm. And each of the functions of a healthy cell 
getting rid of waste, bringing in nutrients, right? Making the protein, doing... Exactly, exactly. And then after all of that, then we take a roller and we actually roll that joint or that area out. We get it really deep down into the tissue, make sure that the electrical current is in every single part. And that's when we really work on range of motion. So if someone is, you know, not able to move where they need to, then we can really pull that. You know, we have an owner of a gym here that could not, she could not move her shoulder, her hand back to where her head was, right? And she lifts, she's been a trainer for 40 years. And she just is like, I cannot get my shoulder back. While I was rolling it out, she was like, see how my range of motion is not great? And I said, see how your range of motion is great? She looks over, she was like, oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> And so and so it's going all the way up and she doesn't even notice because it's like it's working, but she doesn't, she's not connecting the dots so they can actually keep working because she's used exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. So we were able to open up the communication from the brain to that shoulder. Suddenly it's working properly. She didn't even realize it was, you know, and, it's and healing so, too. so, um, if, there's, so it, if there's tears, it can sorry, sorry, I interrupted you, but if there's little micro tears, it's healing those tears at the same time as as allowing the functioning to to get the flexibility and strength? Absolutely, yeah. So it's not causing more damage by giving you range of motion. It's actually healing what needs to be healed, which then gives your body range of motion. How long does it take to heal? What do you think is the, are the different factors? I'm sure there's a lot of variables there. It's yeah, so like a little micro tear. So we have like little meniscus tears, uh, rotator cuff tears. Then we have like full tears, right? Right, so, so we treat people from anywhere from two to 12 weeks. So that's four treatments a week, right? So that 12 weeks, that's like systemic diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia and Lyme's disease, right? Because okay. we're working with athletes, it's usually under six weeks that we're, we're able to get them from, you know, problem to 100%. And that's about 24 treatments, which we can do under 10 days if we want to just truncate it really quick, you know? So, um, so yeah, tears, orthopedics, this is, it's super fast and easy, like a broken bone. I broke my elbow this summer and in two weeks it was back to normal and I never stopped doing anything that I wanted to do. But that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have a, just another question for you. When I'm sure that there's some people who, like parents who will say, hey, to their athlete, hey, you need to go over and see Therese. She's going to make everything better. I want to know the difference between people who are self-motivated to come see you and those who are like kind of forced to come see you. Because sometimes we get people who I will work with clients whose parents are like, help my kid, make my kid yeah. better, right? And yeah. the kid doesn't believe or want to get better in this way or doesn't think it's kind of woo-woo, it's kind of weird, what's, what's going on, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I've had that many times. <laughs> so tell me what you find as, as far as, I'm sure the healing process is different for those who just relax into it and allow the body to, to try something different than it's used to compared to people who are a little more resistant. Tell me what you think. Do you have any... So yeah, we've, I've definitely seen a difference between those who are like super committed, you know, cause they're also going to be committed in their diet, their rest, their exercise, you know, they're going to be committed in their brain, uh, you know, their mindset as well, which is, I know exactly what you work on. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting when I work with someone and they're just like, yeah, my mom made me come or my wife made me come or, um, I tried everything else and I don't think this is going to work, but I have no, no other options, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> But that's actually the ones that make me excited. 
um, because I know they're going to get results either way, if that makes sense. But to give people back their hope mm -hmm. is what really excites me, you know? So, um, so that's really fun. However, if someone comes in and they're super committed, then I know they're going to get results like so quick, especially when we ask our, our patients to eat a certain way, to drink a certain way, what they're putting into their body and, um, to take care of themselves, you know? And so when they're committed, then I know they're going to do those things and then their body's going to heal super quickly, you know? So mindset is a really big deal. I've even seen people get better before my eyes and they don't even believe me. Like the woman with the arm. Like, yes. Wait a second. My arm is moving again. Yes. And I didn't assume because you're, it's almost like the phantom. I would think kind of that phantom when you lose a limb, if your arm's moving in a way that you don't expect it, you just don't, even if it's moving, you don't think it's moving that way. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. We had a gentleman who had surgery in his lower back that then could not move his leg, his left leg. He dragged everywhere he went oh. and he did not believe that this was going to help him. He stood in my office and lifted his leg off the ground to a 90 degree. He could not lift it for three years. And he still was telling me straight to my face, this is not working. <laughs> like, except I see your legs. <laughs> I can up your leg lift you now. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, that's weird. Because I don't feel anything different. I'm like, you don't have to feel different in order to heal. Like, your body heals every day all day long right yes. you're constantly healing your body and yes. so it's not going to feel different to heal naturally okay that's fascinating because i think that sometimes we think we will feel a physical sensation when things change but we might feel something just because I, if i believed my arm was going to move or my leg was going to move i would feel hope inside of me if i believed it wasn't going to work even if my arm is moving and that would look like a miracle I went inside, feel like it's any big deal because I didn't feel a physical change because it can be like you, the, uh, the tiny little, uh, the hundred per second cellular messaging electrical currents going through. You can't necessarily feel those currents going through, but things are changing, things are happening. Whether you accept it or not, we can see it on the outside, but you don't have to accept it on the inside. You don't have to feel emotionally accepting of it, I guess is what I'm saying. And so those miracles aren't seen when you're not looking for them. Like you're saying, if, right. you don't, if you don't think it's going to happen, you're not going to see the change, even if it's happening. Even if it's happening. And I'll have some patients be like, whoa, I can't, I can't tell you what a difference I see in my mom, yeah. you know? And, and the mom's like, I haven't noticed anything, you know? And it's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Mindset is a really big deal, you know? I love it. So. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. Right. But I love the idea of healing from the inside out emotionally and physically. There are ways to do it. And there are ways to make it um, even more beneficial, have it like a fast track as far as eating and drinking and taking care of yourself, like you're saying, and believing that there are a lot of ways that you can heal, like having cellular redirection and recommunication and re-education. I think that's amazing. Okay, so I'm trying to make sure, is there anything else, if somebody had never heard of this before, is there anything else, Therese, that we would want them to understand about this process that you do? Um, yeah, one thing that people always say is like, oh, electrical current in my body, it's probably going to hurt right? Yeah. Like I went to a medical masterminds um, meeting this morning for um, just providers here in St. George. And one of the doctors that I was talking to, she was like, um, okay, I, I can't wait to come get zapped. Right. And that was what she said. And I was like, great, you know, um, however, you usually don't feel anything. Yeah. And, and even if you do, you we want to turn it down. We do, we're speaking to the cell, not the muscle, not the bone, not the, you know, 
whatever, the brain or the organ, we're speaking to the cell. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're going to speak so smallly and whisper so quietly that only the cell can hear us, right? So, um, so that's something that people are a, lo a little leery about. It's like, ooh, I don't want to get electrocuted, you know. But yeah. you're not, you don't feel it, especially if we're we're paying attention. Six hundred is our highest intensity, all the way down to twenty five, hmm. and they're all six hundred is the intensity, Mike. Mega. What do they call a frequency? I don't even know. It's not, it's not even amper. It, that's something totally different. That's what we okay. use as ampers, but it's just the intensity of how much we're pushing in is up to 600. We go down to 25. So there's a huge range of comfort, if that makes sense. So if someone's like, ooh, that's too much, we always, we can turn it down. So it does not hurt. Yes. So that's something that people are like, I don't, I'm worried about it because I don't want to hurt, you know? And so, um, and, and then the next thing that a lot of people worry about because we don't like change is they don't want to, um, they don't want to, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's hard for people to start something new, right? And they don't want something worse to happen. They don't want it to be worse. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times people don't get surgery because they don't want this, they don't want to have the, the effects of all the surgery, right? Oh, well, this, that's totally me too. Um, so this, there are no side effects, negative side effects that can happen because it's reading your cells. It can never correct without first reading. And so we can never have negative side effects from, from this. It's like drinking water. You can never have negative side effects from drinking water, right? So things that are good for your body. So that's two things that you can just like, oh, those were the things I was worried about, pain and it hurting me, um, making my, you know, whatever I've got going on worse. Yeah. That, and just throw those two things away, right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Is there anything else that people come in with a little bit of hesitation or is that, because that would make sense, that physical pain or it be being, especially for athletes who want to get back in right away, right? Yeah, so, okay. No, those, I think those are our biggest concerns that people have. That would make and, sense. And, yeah. So, hey, well, I'm excited. I'm excited because I keep thinking about the things that I need to come in and, and have you start working on for me, for my own body. And I'm super intrigued by all of it because I, I don't love the idea of having, um, going to, I've had my, my ACL torn, right. And I've yeah. had the surgery and I was able to come back in six months and, and compete all around and compete at Stanford again. I loved it. And then I retore my ACL and I think, Ooh, without the trainer daily taking care of my knee and without the extra resources, just helping me get back to health. Am I going to be self-motivated enough to get to the point where I can do everything again? Or are there other options rather than having somebody cut into my knee again? And I love the idea of trying this and seeing what's going to happen and how my cells can, can uh, um, communicate better with the healing. Because it makes sense to me that your, your body is, like you said, healing all day long during REM sleep all the time. It's always healing. So I love the idea of just enhancing that and helping that and seeing what happens, right? Yeah. No. Is so, what else you want to leave us with? Yeah, I just wanted to give um, a tip because yeah. people say, well, what can I do at home? You know, what, like, what if I can't get treatments or what if, blah, 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 blah. but here's something that you can do um, is enhance the electrical current um, in your body, right? So how do we, how do we make sure that there's more electrical current in our body? How do we make sure that we have enough, right, to flow through your body? And so that's through your um, nutrition and your body makes electrical current from the food that you eat. Oh. So the way you get electrical current um, 
action in your body is from all the fruits and vegetables because they grow out under the sun, right? And they capture that electrical current from the sun, that energy, and then they package it all nice and perfect for your body. And then your body is able to assimilate that and then it makes its own electrical current. Like we don't have to plug in at night, right? We just need to eat the right foods. And so what we have our patients do is eat every color um, of fruit or vegetable each day. So um, here are the categories, green, which is really easy to think of, kale, spinach, um, cucumber, zucchini, anything that's green, right? Green peppers. We've got yellow and orange are the same category of nutrients. So oranges, uh, lemons, um, sweet potatoes, anything that has, you know, carrots, that orange meat, right? Uh -huh. um, then you have red, red, like watermelon, tomatoes, anything that the meat is red. Then you have um, purple, blue, and black. Those are all the same category. So you got blueberries, blackberries, um, purple, cabbage, um, all of that. And then you also have um, white, potatoes, apples, bananas. Um, and so you want to make sure that you have cabbage. Anyways, you want to make sure that you have one from each category every day. Oh, have a rainbow every day. Eat a rainbow. Yes, so eat your rainbow every day. Um, make sure that you get that so your body, your brain can make the electrical current for your body, right? So a, couple, a few ways to do that. One is you can do a smoothie and just throw it all in there and drink it. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you put a little bit of oil in there because then your body can take the nutrients in better. Um, so you can do a smoothie. You can do a big salad with all the colors in it, right? Mm -hmm. And then what I love to do is I like to just have each of the colors um, kind of of like out on the counter or in my sandwich or like not sandwich but my lunch bag you know and then I just make sure that I get I eat each of those things through the day you know so so anyhow so that's something you can do at home to just boost the electrical current flow in your own body and what is the oil you, you said the oil allows you to be able to process it better or to use yeah, it's kind of like the realtor it's like takes the nutrients and gives it a home you know so like so it's like what is in your stomach that goes and is like hey nutrients here's a cell that needs you you know and so it kind of is like the introductor or the you know like the marketer or whatever the yeah. networker <laughs> between yeah. the nutrients in the cell so like drink some get some coconut oil with it or hummus with your vegetables or oil on your salad or whatever just make sure you have a little bit of really good oil so that way it can it can introduce those those nutrients to your to your body faster I love it. That's so fascinating. And I hope you guys all heard that. I love the idea of giving more electrical currents in my body so our frequencies can kind of um, monitor and stabilize a little bit. Is that kind of what you're saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just making stuff up here, Therese. Just kind of <laughs> listening to what you're saying. Like <laughs> yes, yes. I think that's what she's saying. I'll just throw it out there. My husband always says, you have an approximate knowledge of many things, Amy. I'm like, you're right. I don't really know much about anything, but I like to try to understand. It's until you make it. <laughs> Exactly. I'm so grateful that you were on here today. That was super fascinating. Such good information. Kate Therese, tell us, especially for if people are local, not even just local, Therese is worth coming and just traveling to go visit too. Make a, a three-week, a, a two-week vacation out of this and get some cellular redirection and re-education for your body. Tell us where people can contact you. Give us a little bit of a Hey, if you need to get some help in this area, come here. Tell us your contact. Yeah, so you can go to pibcoa.com. That's our website. So it's P-I-B 
C-O-A.com. Mm -hmm. um, and it has the different um, um, technology. So, and then it also has all of our contact information for each of those. Um, you can also just call directly at 385-236-6103. Um, Say it one more time. 385-236-6103. Okay. So you can just text me. That's my direct number. <laughs> you can call or text me because um, it's just easier that way sometimes, you know? And so, but some people want people and other people want information. So if you're the information kind of person, go to the website, explains everything. If you want a person, call me. And I can, I can help you out with what you have going on. So those would be the best two ways to get a hold of us. So, Therese, thank you so much. You guys, I hope you learned some stuff. This is amazing. It's fascinating. And if you go into her location, she will show you exactly what she's talking about. It's really cool to see how all of these uh, machines. And here's one last thing that I think is fascinating. These machines were not created by doctors. They were created by physicists, right? Yes. <laughs> the physicists that in invented the EKG and the EEG. They knew the body was electric, and so they were like, hey, we could diagnose electrically. Then they thought, well, if we can diagnose electrically, why can't we treat electrically? And so then this equipment was born, and uh, it's actually been on the market since the 70s, just not to the public um, until now. So I'm excited. I get to be one of the people oh. who get to help you. <laughs> I'm so excited too. I hope you guys take advantage of this. Try it out. It's amazing. I'm so excited to use it myself. So thank you, Therese. Thank you, right. Amy. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.